much. You know what I get to do today? What's that? What's that? We get to talk about one of those words I just like saying. I just like saying it because it's, <laughs> it's not quite dirty, but it's kind of like one of those words. You ready for it? Yeah. Nitrile. 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 Doesn't that sound cool? Nitrile. Oh, um, okay. I get to say lots of words like that, so maybe it, the blush is worn off. Okay. <laughs> We're going to talk today about... Gloves, nitrile gloves, and other protection equipment for when you are handling biohazards, but also not just for that, but when you're doing icky, nasty stuff that you don't want in contact with your your skin because it might, like, be detrimental to your health or at least stinky. Yep. So, nitrile gloves. I've got a. I bought a case of them. For very cheap. <clears throat> I think it was a thousand gloves, I believe. Yeah. A box of them. A box. And um, I'll just go ahead and say I got a Harbor Freight because nitrile gloves are nitrile gloves are nitrile gloves. They have oh, the, the actually, good ones. They have, a, they have the cheap ones. A whole bunch of different qualities. Oh, but... see, she's, she's just already dogging. But... She's dogging me. What can I say? Okay. I've bought a whole bunch of different types. What so I say? let's talk about gloves and safety protection equipment. Uh, we are. We did a video. We're going to post that video in the show notes for this podcast and the article for this podcast. That video is on YouTube. It's the well, not really the first video we were. In. We're going to start doing a lot more videos than we have done. And this is with Spice showing you how to properly remove infected or dirty or nasty gloves. Yeah, and it's not frankly, po- it's not hard once you know how to do it, but. A lo- I see a lot of people not doing it right. <laughs> yeah, so you you take three minutes, you learn how to do it the right way, and then it's much better. So right. there you are. Now, uh, nitrile will and latex if you buy latex gloves. There are a lot less of those for sale now because there's a lot of people with latex allergies, and the nitrile are at least is good. So anyway. Um, those guys are will all oxidize. So if you're buying them as a prep, you want to not open the boxes and you want to seal them up somewhere where they're both out of light and have limited exposure to air. Uh, it would probably be better if you sealed them up with some oxygen absorbers, but if you just put them in a plastic bag and sucked out most of the air and then kept them in a dark environment, that would for quite a while right even even now when i got my open box it's not it doesn't sit in direct sunlight it sits in the kitchen i keep it in the kitchen i use it mostly in the kitchen but even now i keep the box sealed i keep it closed i just pick up two pairs of that won't protect it forever but it's better than just leaving it open to the open to the oxygen because you've got a little while before they start to go but not that long uh, on the order of about two years has yeah, been my these, experience. Yeah, the box will be gone in two years. So Yeah. I've been some places where we had sizes that nobody in the lab really used, and 
they would start to get iffy after a couple of years. And they usually have a color change, so you know it's happening. They get darker yellow if they're yellow ones. Right. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I use nitrile gloves just to keep the stinky stuff away from my hands. I don't really... I've got them there if we need them for infectious disease, but mostly I use them for when I'm opening and handling things like tuna fish, because I don't like the tuna fish smell on my hands the rest of the night. You can wash your hands and the tuna fish smell is not coming off. You know that. So I wear nitrile gloves when I'm dealing with tuna fish. Also, I wear them when I'm dealing with solvents that don't dissolve gloves. But I will, I will wear them when I'm... Gloves. I will wear them when I'm cleaning the, excuse me, I'm, I'm looking at the high school here. We're driving past. They're getting a new turf field. I'm seeing how they're coming along because we're only about a month and a half away from football season, and they just got dirt. It's not like that school played a lot of football. It's not even anyway. smooth. <laughs> now, now. Now, now. Yeah, bad, salty, bad, salty. No biscuit. Okay, pressing right along. Gloves. I use them for a heck of a lot more than that. Uh, strong acids, strong bases, uh, toxins, biohazards. Nitrile works for a wide variety of different solvents. So I can use them against with almost everything I've ever handled in the lab. Now, I don't use the cheap nitrile ones alone for the high-risk stuff. I'll either double glove up or I'll go with more expensive varieties or something like that. Because one thing about nitrile gloves is when you do get a tear in them, the tear tends to be catastrophic. Yes. That's good and that's bad. We kind of like that in a medical setting because you don't get these little nicks that get you exposed and not know you're exposed. But on the other hand... If something goes, it tends to go completely all the way, and your hand's naked there. So, we use thicker sorts or other kinds of safety gloves if we're handling something really disgusting. And mostly the stuff doesn't touch your fingers either, but I've had enough finger exposure to know stuff doesn't melt. It's got, it's not, nitrile is not nearly as slick when wet as latex. So that has been a serious upgrade in the Switch. Latex gloves were notorious for handling wet glassware in them was an exercise in Russian roulette. And I found out, I like oil-packed tuna. Uh, and I found out that the nitrile gloves are not nearly as slick with the oil. As the latex ones, it's just, it'd be like trying to, to handle ice. Just not very good. So... I'd go with nitrile. I always buy nitrile now. Yeah. Um, my sister is allergic to latex. Very bad. So, I mean, to the point where it's like she has to have, or she used to have to have special equipment at the hospital when they were tubing her, when she was like having, she had her son at the hospital, obviously. Um, we're not that much rednecks. We do actually go to the hospital for birth <laughs> or babies. But, when she was having the baby, she had to have, you know, special stuff because she couldn't have latex anything. Uh, now that's not a big deal because they don't use the latex hardly at all. That's because 
in my completely informal and unscientific poll of the general population over the years, it seems like between 5 and 10% of the population is latex allergic. That's a lot. I've That's a always... big number when you're dealing with hospitals. Yeah. She also has another interesting allergy. This is kind of beside kind of side the point. I don't think she'll mind me talking about this. Um, she's allergic to hemp. And um, no big deal. I mean, she doesn't. She's not going to light up a hootie, you know, because she's allergic to the stuff. That would be a very bad idea. Hemp is the same plant as marijuana, for those of you who might not have known that. Yes. Different strains for different purposes. But, but she's she's a cashier, um, at least part of her job is being a cashier. And she has to wear nitrile gloves for handling money because there's so much hemp on the money supply. So many people who've smoked marijuana have handled money that she can actually get breakout and rash from the hemp on the money. And it's especially interesting... Because there are certain days of the week, it's more common. (laughs) On Sundays, if she's doing cashier work on Sundays, she's much more likely to have hemp problems than she (laughs) is on a Tuesday. I wonder why. Well, there we go. Well, there we are. So, now you know. So. It's nice to have a couple boxes of those guys around. If you are helping take care of someone who has a communicable disease, not only do you want the person with communicable disease wearing a mask if they are coughing or sneezing to reduce the droplets, but you want to be wearing the gloves not only when you're handling the person and their tissues and stuff, but handling any other surfaces they've touched, because it's really difficult to not spread around germs when you're, especially when you're sick. But we've actually done some little tracing experiments where you take some powder that's invisible and stick it on stick it on a person's hands or stick it on gloves and stuff and then trace it later with a UV light and see where it went. You'd be amazed at where stuff can get and how much it gets spread around. So if you're worried about communicable disease, it's nice to wear those when there's any hint you might be touching. And you always wash with soap and water immediately upon removing the gloves anyway. Because two is one, one one is none, and it really makes a difference. The most likely time for exposure is when you're taking the gloves off, even when you do it properly. It's a risk period, so you wash right after. Again, when you're doing something like the possibility of getting tuna fish smell on your hands, not as uber critical. But when you're talking about infectious or communicable diseases kind of a big deal because you don't really want to catch one okay is there anything else you need to say about nitrile gloves are we going to make this a short one you can fit bigger gloves on smaller hands but if you do that they are a lot more likely to get caught and get ripped so if you have people with significantly different hand sizes it might be worth it to invest in a size that's close to each person's hand size. Right, you can big, take... I'm big sorry. people who uh, try and fit their hands into smaller gloves, obviously they got to stuff and stretch. If they get them on okay, it usually works. They usually fail when they're being put on, if they're going to fail. You'll notice that in the video that accompanies this, 
Uh, she's using my gloves. Yeah, because I didn't feel like digging for my box. I, I have a box, but I usually you use work gloves when I'm needing gloves at home. And so my pair, my size of nitriles is buried farther in the safety equipment right. area. She she doesn't use uh, she doesn't use gloves when cleaning her weapons. Heck no. Because she knows I like that smell. <laughs> she uses a. She she actually takes a dab of the the hoppy number nine and puts it behind <laughs> her ear because she knows I like it. Ain't nothing more sexy than a woman that smells like a gun cleaning. I'm kid. not even gonna ask if it's because he likes women who shoot, or he likes women who clean their own guns. I'm just not even gonna ask which reason. Well, he didn't have to that, say. That, why is there an or in here? <laughs> why is there an or in that statement? There doesn't need to be an or. All right. All right. So we're going to hang it. Leave it at that. We're going to have a short one. It's going to be a short one. Are there we go. with that? Yeah. All right. No reason to beat the horse. We'll talk to you next time.